T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To more John Chuckery. We've heard so much about you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game back with you on the John Chuckery Show live in the Kia Studios. Yeah, I hit that post, man. Ah, so good, man. So good. Uh, the final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour, my favorite Anita Baker song. It's her birthday today. It's Anita Baker's birthday today. What is she? I think she's coming in concert in February or something like that. I think she's coming in concert here to Atlanta in February. The last time she was here was her retirement tour. Now she's back unretired anyway. So we'll uh, we'll have a good bit of Anita Baker. We'll test Dylon's knowledge of uh, Anita Baker. We'll see what uh, what he comes up. With. My knowledge of Anita Baker is extremely extremely great because of the power of Google. If you if you didn't Google, how many songs could you name of hers? Negative five. Sometimes I wonder why I came back. Why, why I just didn't stay brain dead. <laughs> anyway, 404-741-0929. That's the Solomon Brothers Diamond text sign to be a part of the show. We're going to open the phone lines back up. We'll get back into our Hawks discussion from earlier in the show. We had a lot of calls um, on all of that, so we'll open the phone lines back up here uh, when we get to 1020. Uh, we are going to talk about the Royal Rumble uh, because we won't have time tomorrow night with um, Rankham and all that, so we'll talk about the Royal Rumble tonight, but um, um, we'll get into some Hawks talk and all of that and all kinds of good stuff here in the final hour. Taking it to the top of the hour, the JR Sports Brief is coming up after us. First, though, let's get to an NFL squib kick. Take a look at the NFL with the Squib Kick with John Chuckery, Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. So, very interesting news in the world of coaching for the uh, NFL. Dan Quinn is going to stay as the defensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, even on pro football talk, they say, you know, he might not have gotten an offer from the three teams that he interviewed with. Now, I've got to I've got to figure that because he interviewed for head coaching jobs last year, and he interviewed with three teams for this year. If if he was going to be a head coach, 
somebody would have probably offered him a gig. I think my gut, I don't have any knowledge about this, my gut tells me that nobody offered him the head coaching job. They brought Dan in, interviewed him, see what happened. Because, and look, it's the Super Bowl year, right? But Dan was never a very good head coach. And I'll say that emphatically until the cows come home and as loud as I can. Dan was not a very good head coach. He had an MVP season out of his quarterback. He had a great offensive coordinator who's now turned into a very good head coach. He had everything kind of come together. He had the one miraculous season out of Vic Beasley for his whole career, and it all came together, and he got to the Super Bowl. But Dan was never a good coach. I'm going to say it. Dan was never a good head coach. He never got better. He didn't manage the clock. In his time here, he never managed his timeouts. His, you know, offensive philosophies at times were just whacked out. Players didn't get better under Dan. Again, it's nothing personal with Dan. I don't think he's a, I don't think he was a good head coach at all, though. And I understand he went to the Super Bowl. I got all of that. But I never believed Dan Quinn. Dan had three seasons of five-game losing streaks. He had he had three of his, what, five or six seasons where he had a five-game losing streak in the NFL. Even that's tough to do when you've had a Super Bowl team or a franchise quarterback, or it's hard to lose five games in a row in the NFL. You're bound to run into somebody that you can beat and it happened three different times. I never believed that Dan was a very good head coach. But now he's, you know, the def- now he's, you know, making a name for himself as the de- defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. I really thought, I thought Micah Parsons was so good that he'd get Dan a head coaching gig. That's how good I think Micah Parsons is. If if Dan got a head coaching job, it's because of Micah Parsons. How good he is. Remember where Dan was when they were building the Legion of Boom and all that kind of stuff? Remember, he was in Gainesville, Florida. Okay. Anyway. I think Dan is a good defensive, not a great defensive coordinator, and I and I think he's a, a, a below-average head coach. So, And I tell him that. I, I think he's a below-average head coach. All right, Pat Mahomes uh, said his first practice back went better than expected. Quote, I thought I had a uh, I thought I had a good day yesterday. Overall, probably better than I expected being able to go out there and uh, throw the football and get work in. I need and get the work in that I needed to get in. So um, he was a full participant in practice both yesterday and today. And of course, you know, the high ankle sprain and you know, it's the story of the playoffs, right? Is whether or not Mahomes is gonna be able to go. Um, quote, I really, uh, I feel like I can still do a lot of things, but we'll see as we get closer and closer. We'll see during the game. You, you can't fully do exactly what's going, what it's going to be like in those moments. Uh, all I can do is prepare myself the best way possible. And then we get into the game and you hope adrenaline takes over and you can make those throws. So, 
Um, look, they don't win this game if Pat Mahomes is unable to go. But, you know, sounds like all good for right now with uh, with Pat Mahomes. Uh, so we, we mentioned about Steve Wilkes did not get the Carolina coaching job. And, you know, David Tepper was quoted as saying before uh, any announcement was uh, he made this proclamation during the season back on October 10th. Quote, if he does an incredible job, he has to be in consideration. Well, obviously he didn't do an incredible job or what have you like that. But here's what Doug Wigdor, who represents Wilkes in the pending Brian Flores racial discrimination case, had to say. So he's the lawyer for Steve Wilkes and representing him in the Brian Flores discrimination case against the league and several teams. Here's what he said, quote, We are shocked and disturbed that after the incredible job Coach Wilkes did as the interim coach, including bringing the team back into playoff contention and garnering the support of players and fans, that he was passed over for the head coach by David Tepper. Uh, There is a legitimate race problem in the NFL, and we can assure you that we will have more to say in the coming days. So I expect them to put the hammer down. I, I'm certainly not going to be surprised if they don't hold back. <coughs> I thought Wilkes should have gotten the job. Uh, you know, again, you never know what goes through these owners' minds. You know, you, you, don't, you don't fully understand what goes through their head, you know, when they, when they try to make these hires and things like that, but... Obviously, David Tepper didn't see something in him that, uh, you know, a lot of other people uh, saw. So, um, you know, he didn't get the job, and Frank Wright got the uh, the coaching gig. Uh, Art Rooney, the second, has spoken out on the idea of neutral site championship games, saying, quote, I hate the idea, unquote. I don't like it. At, I don't like that at all. My sense is that if you put that up for a vote, it wouldn't pass today, but who knows? So I agree. I I don't want to see, you know, again, weather or something like that, you know, then then maybe there's an exception. But if it's just for the idea of making the NFL more money, and, you know, they sold 50,000 tickets for Mercedes-Benz. They had 50,000 tickets that they sold before they even knew that there was going to be a game here, right? They didn't even know that there was going to be a game here, and they had 50,000 tickets sold. I don't like neutral site games like this. I don't think they should be on a neutral site. I think that they're, you know, if you win, you should have an advantage in the game. If you had a successful season and you've won your games, I don't think that should be taken away from you, but what do I know? But Art Rooney agrees uh, with me. All right, when we come back, talking about uh, Trey Young. Is Trey Young as bulletproof as he once was? We're going to open up the phone lines to you at 404-741-0929. Put Dylan to work. Is Trey Young as bulletproof as he once was? I don't think so, and I'll try to explain some of the reasons why. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio, 929 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. Never leave Cause I've been 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back to more John Chuckery. No, no, no. I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. Brown Lecker Music Hour rolling right along. Featuring a lot of Anita Baker uh, tonight. It's her birthday. So, one of my favorite artists of uh, all time. I've said before that if I, um, uh, you know, if I had like, you know, five or ten albums or whatever like that that I could only listen to, Caught Up in the Rapture would be one of those albums. It's a great album. You familiar with that? No. I'm I'm familiar with uh, what the rapture is supposed to be. Would uh would would, would Drake would Dr. Rizzy would any of his albums be in one of those albums? Uh, no, I'd burn them. <laughs> you know he's he's going on tour pretty soon. He's coming yeah. he's coming here but to I'll, Atlanta I'll, June twenty fifth. I'll be 25th. sure to miss him. I'll be sure to miss him. I'll record it for you and, yeah. and and send it back. Yeah, you can you can get a camera video of it. So yeah, I'll be sure to uh, to miss him. So. Oh boy. Uh anyway. All right. So 404-741-0929. Is Trey Young as bulletproof as he once was? You know, it's interesting because it feels like more of the blame has fallen on his shoulders this year for whatever's gone wrong with the Atlanta Hawks. And you know, he's you know, We've t- people talk about more of his flaws and his warts and things like that than than even that they do a couple of years ago, and and maybe it's because of the lack of team success. Maybe it's you know the comments from last year where he talked about the idea of, um, you know the regular season isn't as important. Maybe it's the relationship with the coach, but it just feels like that he's taken more of the heat this year than in any other time for the woes of this franchise. And and again, I don't I don't think that's fair. I think there's plenty of blame to go around. Now, look, is is he part of the issue? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of things that are part of the issue. I think Nate McMillan's a part of the issue. I think that they're 
supporting cast and the money that they've spent is part of the issue. I think not being able to go in the luxury tax and load your roster up is part of the I think there's a lot of things that are part of the issue. But it just seems like that Trey is catching more of the heat and things like that. Where a couple of years ago, he was he was arguably as untouchable as anybody could be in this town. I mean, he was when that run to the Eastern Conference Finals happened, he was untouchable. I mean, people, people, you know, yeah, maybe he can't play defense, but look how he can score and all. Everything, you know, that everything that was, you know, highlighted through uh, from him or for him, you know, was certainly all his strengths and not not many many of his weaknesses. But I just feel like that he is catching more of the blame and more of the heat this year for where the Hawks are on their franchise. And maybe it's just simply he's the money guy. He's the face of the franchise. They're not winning enough. Maybe it's just as simple as that. But I am curious at 404-741-0929. Do you think he's as bulletproof as he once was? Let's grab Will out on uh, 285. What's going on, Will? Hey, man. Thanks for taking my call, Mr. Syndicate. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? All right. Yeah. Hey, man. Look, Trey don't have any self-awareness. When I listened to his interview this morning about Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson, it was more about him than the team, his coaches, his teammates, because they take the pass to help and score the bucket to help him get assists. They set up pick and rolls for him. So he was not he did not even mention any of his teammates or the coaches from the part I heard. And that kind of troubled me for a young man who's the face of the franchise. I think he has an excellent future in the NBA. But he have to have to, he have, have to have just a little more self awareness for me. No, I, I understand that. And look, I've said that the MVP of this team is DeJounte Murray. Now, that doesn't make him the best player on the squad, but the MVP, the most valuable player that they have, is DeJounte Murray. That guy puts together more winning basketball plays than anybody on this roster, including Trey Young. And Trey Young's the best player, the best scorer, and all that. But you watch how DeJounte Murray plays the game. It's a steal here. A, you know, last night, a block shot on, on the Oklahoma City Thunder's best player. He blocked his shot, got the ball, and then got fouled and hit a couple of free throws and made it a two-score game. That's winning basketball plays. You know, go back to night one against the Rockets, winning basketball plays. And I'm not saying Trey doesn't do those kinds of things, but nobody's had more of those kinds of look the New York Knicks game you know th- the New York Knicks game last Friday night was a high scoring game Hawks didn't play any defense at one point they gave up 80% shooting to the Knicks they were 24 for 30 finished the first half at 71% why were the Hawks in it DeJounte Murray's playing good defense DeJounte Murray's hitting shots in the middle of the lane. He had a big second quarter and a big fourth quarter and kept it all in, kept him in it. 
And it's those kinds of winning plays that that keep this that I say that, you know, they've probably had six or eight games that they would have lost last year that had they not have had DeJounte Murray, they wouldn't have won this year. So it's it's not again taking away from Trey or anything, but Trey is having not his best season. You know, he's not shooting the ball very well. He's having having a you know, for his standards, a poor shooting season. He's facilitating very well. You know, he's he's up there in assists and things like that, and he's still scoring a lot in there. But it's not just scoring and passing and things. There are other things about winning basketball plays. It's a steal or a block or a big three-point. You know, there's a lot of different things that go into making winning basketball plays. And it just seems like that here lately, you know, more people are pointing out the negatives about Trey Young. You know, look, Trey Young has never been a guy who's going to be a good defensive player. You know, he he hangs in there and he holds his own, but he's never going to be a DeJounte Murray on defense. He never was going to be a DeJounte Murray on defense. But now that's become a bigger problem. And again, I think it I think it just simply goes back to the idea that when the franchise isn't winning and he's the face of the franchise and look they've paid their guys very well. And you know it's it's a testament to I guess, you know, the idea that they can keep their core together and they tried to build around it, but the John Collins contract right now is hindering them from moving him. You know, that's a contract that is making it hard to get him off this team. And and again, not that, you know, we're pushing for John Collins to be off this squad, but just it's giving you less and less flexibility. And if Tony Ressler's not willing to go into the luxury tax, and he has said that he would go in the luxury tax if it made sense. Well, it hasn't made sense yet. And this team's only a game above 500. And by the way, they're a game. They're only a game better than they were last year. But think about if if you didn't have Dejounte Murray, think about how many more losses you'd probably have. So it's just interesting how that more of the blame has been placed on him. You know, and look, like this or not, okay. If Nate McMillan decides to leave at the end of the season, okay. Trey's going to be on his third coach in six years. That's also not a recipe for long-term success. And I don't care who the guys are that, you know, your, your coaches and things like that. If you're on your third coach in six years, then there's, there's something that's amiss about this. And it's not just simply saying that, because again, Nate McMillan two years ago, was the, you know, the the cock of the walk or whatever, you know. I mean, he was, you know, he was, you know, big time. You know, when he went to that, you know, when the Eastern Conference Finals run, you know, when he was really good down the stretch with this uh, franchise after Lloyd Pierce just couldn't get anything going, and he was really good down the stretch, coached his team up, he could do no wrong. Now, you know, he's, you know, Nate McMillan's another guy that, you know, now we're talking about retiring or, quitting or whatever at the end of the season. And I don't think that Nate McMillan is going to be back. In fact, I, I would I would almost guarantee you 
that Nate McMillan won't be back, whether by his own volition, you know, either he walks away or they make him walk away. But you start saying to yourself, okay, well, who are all the good coaches out there? Well, who can Trey Young get along with and all that? You know, again, when you're on your third coach in six years and you're supposed to be a franchise that was in the conference finals two years ago and and headed that direction and, you know, trying to swing that pendulum back around, it's just not a good, it's just not a good, you know, not a good sign or, you know, just not a good, um, you know, image to project out there. So, but again, this this team has plenty of flaws and plenty of warts, you know. Again, I think they I I'm I was amazed that they gave DeAndre Hunter the kind of money that they gave him. I think I think it ended up being like twenty three million dollars a year and things like that. And the reason Kevin Herter is not here is because they didn't want to go in the luxury tax. That's why they're literally one point nine million dollars away from the luxury tax, and they've constructed this roster in such a way that they could get done what they needed to get done, but not go in the luxury tax. Well. You know, a lot of the better teams go in the luxury tax. But there's a difference between where the Hawks are and where the Golden State Warriors are. And, you know, the natural attrition of these contracts is going to probably put them in. And, you know, there's a big decision to be made about, okay, DeJounte Murray is a free agent at the end of next year. It's going to be fascinating to see where and what he does if, if he – if he signs back up with the Hawks, that's a really good sign. But if he walks away in two years and he just feels like, because, look, he'll have plenty of demand, but I, I would certainly think that based upon what the Hawks gave up from, you, you'd think about signing him long-term. Like, I don't think you rented him for two years, you know, and gave up all kinds of draft picks. I, I don't think that that was the plan just to rent him for a couple of years. I think the plan was, you know, to pay him and and build around him and Trey Young, him and Trey in the backcourt, and maybe you move on from Clint Capella. Maybe he gets old and broken down. You know, I still think they're going to move Bogdanovich at the, at the trade deadline. He's got that $18 million player option. I don't think that they want to get stuck with that kind of contract where he's going to, you know, pick up his option because no one's going to give him $18 million next year. For a guy who's like played 50, you know, is going to play like 50 games this year. So it, it's definitely an interesting, an interesting time for the Atlanta Hawks. But they're back in action coming up on uh, Saturday as uh, they've got the uh, L.A. Clippers uh, here in town. And then they'll head out west, Portland, Phoenix, Utah, uh, Denver, New Orleans. So they'll play all those Western Conference teams on the road next week. And it'll be very interesting to see what they do next week because you never know about those trips, but the Hawks have also won six out of eight on the road. I'm going to talk about the Royal Rumble and give you my thoughts and predictions for the show. Chuck Green, the key studios, sports radio, 92.9, the game, odyssey.com app. John Chuckery. He's in the zone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back with you, John Chuckery Show. 
Brownica Music Hour rolling right along. We're uh, honoring the great Anita Baker as it is her birthday today. Taking it to the top of the hour, JR Sports Brief coming up next. We will be back uh, tomorrow night, uh, Friday night. So this has been our first show like since before the NFL season started. And uh, tomorrow night will be our first show probably since, you know, before high school football season started. So been a long time since we've done uh, Thursdays and Fridays around here, but we're trying to get, you know, trying to get into our rhythm and uh, a little bit more regular schedule and, um, you know, all that good kind of stuff. So we uh, move away from football season. It won't be long. It won't be long. We uh, we get out of actually action on the field and then we focus all on offseason stuff, free agency and NFL draft and all that good kind of stuff. So anyway, back with you uh, tomorrow night. So as we will do rank them coming up on a Friday, Wanted to take a couple of minutes, and we'll talk about the Royal Rumble. Um, look, I, I love the Royal Rumble event. I, I love the pay-per-view. I, you know, I'm a big fan of both the men's and women's Royal Rumble matches. You know, I like the fact that they they give us a women's Royal Rumble now. Um, you know, I was somebody was uh, tweeting me earlier about, you know, what's my favorite one? You know, probably 98 or 2000. You know, 92 is probably considered the best, but... I really like 98, uh, the one that Austin won. I like 2000. I really like 2002. I was at the 2002 Royal Rumble here at Phillips Arena. Uh, That was an outstanding show. Uh, Just was a lot of fun. Um, That's the best wrestling event I've ever been to was the 2002 Royal Rumble. So here's, here's how I see this, okay? So, you know, you've got to kind of, book the end, and then work your way backward, right? So I think that at WrestleMania, Cody Rhodes needs to win the world title, needs to win both the, the Raw and SmackDown title, or the I guess the, the, uh, the SmackDown title and the, you know, uh, unified title or whatever it is. But Cody Rhodes needs to beat Roman Reigns for the title. So if I'm going from that point, okay, that they need to put the belt on Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, if I start at that point and I work my way backward, okay, then start with the Rumble. Cody Rhodes needs to win the Rumble and then set up the main event against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And then... I think that there are two pay-per-views. I think there's a pay-per-view in February. Maybe there's only one pay-per-view, and that's Elimination Chamber, okay? But at Elimination Chamber, I think think that's the the final pay-per-view before WrestleMania. That comes in, like, late February, and then WrestleMania is early April. At that pay-per-view, I have him wrestle Sami Zayn, who's the most over guy in the company, and beat Sami Zayn. And in between... I have them wrestle individually the Usos. I have them wrestle Sola Sokoa. I have them wrestle everybody in the bloodline. And, and Roman saying that, look, if you run this gauntlet and you beat these guys individually, then I'll give you a title shot. I'm not signing a contract or anything. And I have them beat the Usos, Sola Sokoa, and then the pay-per-view before WrestleMania, he beats Sami Zayn. And that's how you book it. And you get him strong 
and you build him up and you build up the anticipation and you give him a whole bunch of wins and and you you beat Sammy and you have him beat Sammy Zayn who again is literally maybe the most over guy in the company. He's more over than just about anybody on their roster right now. And I save Sammy and Roman for after the Rumble. Could be money in the bank or whatever like that, but without the title on the line. Because Roman's going to drop the title to Cody Rhodes, and the WWE's always been a babyface territory. So I put the belt on Cody Rhodes. And I have him beat everybody from the bloodline in between. Then he gets a hold of Roman, and he beats Roman Reigns on night two of WrestleMania. And WrestleMania, by the way, is in Hollywood. It's in L.A. this year. So it's going to be a big spectacle. I don't think I don't think Austin and Roman makes a lot of sense. I don't think that The Rock is coming back. You know, if you had The Rock come back, you could have Roman wrestle The Rock on one night and then drop the belt to Cody because Roman's not dropping the belt to The Rock. It wouldn't make any sense. He wouldn't. He, he, the Rock is not coming back to be a full time wrestler or anything like that. So I have it to where it's Cody and Roman. Cody wins the Royal Rumble. He beats every member of the bloodline in between. He beats, he beats Sami Zayn at the pay-per-view right before the Rumble. I think that's Elimination Chamber. He beats Sami Zayn. He beats the most over guy in the company. And then that sets it up for Roman and Cody. And, he put, and they put the belt on Cody. Because they'll have great promos all the way through. The, the, Cody and Roman will have great promos all the way through this thing, you know, and Paul Heyman will obviously be in the mix and all this kind of stuff. But that's how I would book WrestleMania. That That's how I booked the thing. Sound plausible, Dylan? You, I you, think that sounds you, good. Are you, are, you, are you familiar with all of this stuff that I'm talking about with Sammy and Roman and and all those kinds of things? I know uh, Roman Reigns, and I know he's like the most popular dude in the – WWE yeah. right now, but you know what? He's the champ. Yep, he's the champ. I've been watching a lot of like tick, like TikToks and like throwback WWE. Like mm-hmm. I'm, you know, watching those like TikToks of like just little three minute clips or whatever of the of like throwback WWE. Yes, WWE's actually I like it. I like it. Oh yeah, I mean if you if you see the stuff from the '90s, I mean it was late '90s. I mean that was the Attitude Era, and that was some of the best shows that were ever put on, you know, wrestling television. I mean, it was and, – and look, a little bit of it was Crash TV, but you had so many stars like The Rock and Austin and Mankind and Triple H and Undertaker. Like, there were so many guys that were superstars. Now it's – eh. I mean, and we're supposed to talk – you know, unfortunately, we, we didn't get a chance to hook up with um, Austin Theory, who I'd have really liked to have talked to. He's from McDonough, went to McDonough High School. Uh, we didn't get a chance to catch up with him uh, today. Uh, we just we had a miscommunication and things like that. But um, but I would have liked to have talked to Austin Theory. I think he's he's one of the good young superstars. But I I I, I have Cody win the Rumble. I have Cody. And let me tell you here. And here's how I'll even book the Rumble. Okay. I don't know if Brock Lesnar's back for the Royal Rumble match. Brock Lesnar came back last Monday on Raw 30. So they had their 30th anniversary show for Monday Night Raw, and it was a big to-do, and they brought all the legends back and all those kinds of things. 
but Brock Lesnar came back and, you know, he 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 F five'd Bobby Lashley and then he took um Austin Theory and F five'd him on top of Bobby Lashley and and Austin Theory pinned Lashley, you know, to keep the US title. Let's just for argument's sake say that uh Brock Lesnar's in the actual Rumble match, okay? I have it come down to this final four. I have Brock, I have Drew McIntyre, I have Sami Zayn, and I have Cody Rhodes. That's the four, and usually usually you have four of your top guys as the final four. Like, final four is where it kind of kicks into gear and it really kind of starts to get good, Okay. So my final four, Lesnar, Drew, uh, Cody, and Sami Zayn. I have some way that Drew McIntyre eliminates Brock Lesnar. Maybe they set themselves up for a match at WrestleMania, a rematch of, you know, WrestleMania 2020 and all that kind of stuff, you know, in the pandemic and all that, when Drew didn't really get all of his glory and all that kind of stuff. And then I have Cody eliminate Sammy in the Rumble. And he's eliminated the bloodline. Him and Roman kind of feud with one another about how did you get eliminated or this, that, and the other. And then Sammy challenges Cody Rhodes to a match at um, Elimination Chamber, the last pay-per-view before uh, WrestleMania, and then they go at it. But in between, I'm having the Usos, uh, um, uh, Solo Sokoa, I'm having those guys wrestle Cody Rhodes and, and try to take him out, and he beats him one by one. You got to make Cody as strong as you possibly can. When he gets against Roman, he has to be in a very much position of strength, and he has to be at the top of the card. And that's how I go with it from there. So there you go. That's I like my, the game plan. My pick is my pick is for. My pick is Cody to win the Men's Royal Rumble. My pick is Rhea Ripley to win the Female Royal Rumble because it's now time because Cody or um, Bianca Belair and um, uh, now my brain just went uh, went dead again. Rhea Ripley, they said they want to be Rock and Austin. Okay, so Rhea and Bianca can have their match at uh, WrestleMania for the uh, women's uh, title, but I, I would I I can't believe if if Rhea doesn't win the Rumble at this point. Unless it's Becky, you know, I, I it's got to be Rhea, Rhea Ripley at this point winning the Rumble. Can I tell you real quick before we go to break, yes. I saw the clip um, when I was – one of the TikTok clips I saw is when Steve Austin, when he um, – what what's his uh, signature move called again? The stunner. He stunnered the whole McMahon family. Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny. Yeah, he stunnered – he stunnered – um, Linda, yes. Vince, Stephanie, Stephanie, and Shane. Yes, yeah, that he was stun- hilarious. He, yeah, that was on the that was on the their return on Monday night to USA Network. They were on whatever country the country channel. Yeah, and they they went back when they went back to USA. It was I forget like their homecoming uh-huh. is what they said it was, and he gave a stunner to everybody. And then he had like. Uh, it Lin, was Linda the the wife? The last one. Yeah, yes. that yeah. One, they shared yeah. a beer and they stunned her as yeah. soon as they like <laughs> clicked the beers together. Who doesn't, that was who funny. doesn't live with Vince anymore? She's she's down right. in Florida. Doing they're her not, own thing. Not, yeah, they're not divorced, but but she just lives down in Florida and 
doesn't have anything to do with uh, anybody and Vince and stuff like that. Anyway. All right. When we get back, love TKO, wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show. Sports Radio, Nights on the Game, Odyssey.com app. Just let somebody love you. I just don't know why. Back to more John Chuckery. No, no. No, I'm having a good time. Having a good time. Sports Radio, 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio, 92.9, The Game. Wrapping things up on the John Chuckery Show. It's like we always do with that love TKO. Back with you uh, tomorrow night, another four-hour show. Before we get out of here, though, let me let you get a listen to what is the greatest opening lyric in all of music history. Looking back over my years, I guess I shed some tears. All right, we got the Atlanta United uh, this weekend. Uh, they're back in uh, action, getting a friendly in with uh, Chattanooga. So lots going on uh, around here and uh, won't be long. You know, I think it's like three weeks that pitchers and catchers uh, report. So, um, you know, we'll get back into some Braves baseball. Atlanta United cranks back up. Obviously, Hawks, um, you know, still have a, a handful of games, uh, you know, not quite half a season yet and we got all-star break and all that good kind of stuff and trade deadline and all that so a lot going on uh here over these next uh, couple of months before we really get into springtime so we'll see and uh senior bowl starts up on monday as well um you know got some folks that uh is anybody going from our station down the senior bowl yeah we never know i might be going but not for the station but i'm not sure if i'm okay yeah so well, we'll see. Well, you can report from there. Yeah, I, I can I can help us out. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Listen, we got to get out of here. For Dylan, it's Chuckery. We'll see you. AMF. Trying to hold on. Faith is gone. It's just another sad song. I we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.